This is Health Dose, a conversational podcast regarding issues affecting your health. I'm Jerry O'Donnell. We're talking about an issue most of us find difficult to discuss, but it's one that needs to be discussed. We're talking about advanced care planning with Ashley Johnson, an advanced care planning manager at MidMichigan Health. Ashley explains that advanced care planning is more than just a last will and testament. Well, it's much more than just completing a durable power of attorney for health care or designation of patient advocate form. Both of them are also referred to as an advanced directive. Advanced care planning really is an ongoing process of coming to understand, reflect, discuss, and plan for a time when you can't make your own medical decisions. It's really important for all adults to consider what kind of medical care they want, should they be able to unable to participate in their care, and whether their loved ones know enough about what they feel, what they value to feel comfortable making those types of decisions on their behalf. This is something that may be not included in a will. This is, this is a completely different thing, isn't it? Well, a living will is, it is a document that some people are familiar with. It's not actually legal, considered legal in the state of Michigan. The forms that we use are those designations of patient advocate or the durable powers of attorney for health care. And the planning piece is often missed from completing those forms. Actually, across the nation, about only 23% of individuals have one of those legal documents, and most of them haven't actually done any of the planning process. So when it comes time to implement the document, if the person is unable to speak for themselves, the plan fails, the document fails, because all someone has done is taken the time to create a legal form without really considering true thoughts about their medical options, about their health care outcomes, and they really probably probably haven't prepared their loved ones to make those decisions. So right. so you approach it from a medical standpoint rather than a legal standpoint and a healthcare standpoint. Yeah, I would definitely say the healthcare overall is the focus and really getting people to stop and evaluate their values. That piece is often missing from the process and that's why when we do have to if we go on the legal route and just create a document, the loved ones are guessing about the types of care mm-hmm. on behalf of the patient, and oftentimes it is not in alignment with their health care wishes. So having that time to really plan, take the time to reevaluate what you would want for quality of life mm-hmm. is really the goal of the planning process. How do I choose the person who makes decisions for me? Well, this is an entirely personal decision, but the person designated you designate to speak for you legally needs to be someone who's 18, so an, a legal adult. It does not have to be a relative. It really should be somebody who is willing to talk with you about your thoughts and wishes and who is willing to really uphold those values in the decision-making process, even if they don't necessarily agree with them themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's a key point. The other thing is that it should be somebody who would feel comfortable in those types of situations, maybe talking with a medical personnel and kind of sorting out that family dynamic that also usually accompanies that role. So somebody who's good at that. If it happens to be your spouse, brother, sister, great. But we really encourage people to think outside of the box and just take the time to consider just because I love that person, are they going to be truly good in that role? Right. Right, because there may be emotions involved that cloud their decision or make it difficult for them to make those decisions. Absolutely. So ultimately, it's a plan, but somebody needs to be there to carry out that plan. Yes. And that's the important thing about choosing. We've seen that episode of Seinfeld where they're trying (laughs) to decide what what they would do if they were in this condition and in that condition. And you've just got to have that conversation with somebody so they know. And really, truly, not to get kind of wrapped up in listing every possible medical scenario, really trying to focus on what your outcome is. Mm-hmm. So 
if you can explain to your to your loved ones because you've taken the time to think about it what your quality of life is they can say you know mom dad they really wanted to be able to do these three things they wanted to know who they were and who they were with it was really important for them to be able to bathe themselves and take care of themselves and that way you don't have to think about every possible scenario when the scenarios present themselves they can go back to those conversations go back to those qualities and be able to make the appropriate choice so once i've created this advanced directive am i done no you're never done with the process when you do create the documents it's important for those to be stored with your loved ones with certainly anyone you would name to act as a patient advocate but even other people that you spend a lot of time with to have those copies it's not like a financial power of attorney when you want to lock those away it should certainly be stored within the health system that you would likely receive care your doctor's office if you have you know your primary physician and any other specialties you have you want copies of these available and with the people who may need to access them at any time. When do I begin the process? At what age? It's important to begin early before a medical crisis occurs. Ideally, we tell people as soon as you are legally able, which is at the age of 18, you really should start this process. Start sorting out your thoughts and having conversations with your loved ones. And then it's something that you reevaluate throughout your life. What you think and what you value at age 25 is not going to be the same at 45 or 65. So this is definitely something that you should be keep talking about, keep thinking about, and certainly keep updating your documents. Right. Because your values may change. Your health may change. Right. Your outlook on life may change. Right. We tell people, I, I tell everybody that I sit down with to do it yearly pick pick a date and during the year take it out make sure at least on um, the cell phone numbers for the people you have chosen haven't changed but certainly anytime you have what we call the five d's so anytime you experience a death anytime you have a new health diagnosis a decline in health anytime you experience a divorce because that can change a lot of things maybe your dynamic with a relationship with a patient advocate and then please certainly every decade just take the document out have a conversation, blow the dust off of the the document and update anything that is relevant at that time. The five D's, I like that. Five D's. Who helps me create this advanced directive? We have a lot of certified advanced care planning facilitators, both within the health system and within the community. We have several community partners and we're always trying to grow those. So those folks have received standardized training and they're ready and prepared to help you and your loved ones with every step of the process, including appropriate document storage and updating. And the the beauty of that is you're in the healthcare system, so you know what their doctor might be looking for, and you know how to communicate that well. Right. We have a lot of trained health professionals that can help you answer those questions, you know, the quality of life questions that might relate to a chronic illness. So I act kind of as the central intake. People reach out to me. I know who all the facilitators are, and then I can assist them with, with an appropriate resource. We also have a lot of great resources on our website. So at midmichigan.org slash ACP, we have a lot of information about what advanced care planning is, where the resources are, and we even have links to our um, workbook and legal document, which are great tools. That's at midmichigan.org slash ACP, as in advanced care planning. That's right. Ashley Johnson is an advanced care planning manager at MidMichigan Health. Again, that web address is midmichigan.org slash ACP. I'm Jerry O'Donnell. Check back soon for another episode of Health Dose.